Yeah. yeah, and already this morning, uh, people are curious to know what way our local TDs voted in the Dáil last night. Do we know which local TDs voted uh, whether or not to resume the eviction ban or not? Good morning, Niles. Is this person question? How did the Sligo and Donegal TDs vote yesterday, especially the independents, asked Jerry. Well, as you know by now, the eviction ban will expire as planned at the end of the month. A Sinn Féin motion to have it extended was defeated in the Dáil last evening. 83 votes to 68 uh, the final tally with the government receiving the support of a number of rural and regional independent TDs. The Green Party's Nessa Harrikan is now expected to face a heavy sanction for voting against the government. They did, however, not have the support of uh, Sligo Leitrim independent deputy Mark McCharry, who's on the line now. Good morning to you, deputy. Uh, and thanks for joining us. So, you voted essentially against the government last night. Why so? Well, I think that uh, when an eviction van was brought in, um, there was much debate about it. I think it got the support of uh, the entire uh, house and the doll, uh, and uh, it was envisaged that it would last as long as was necessary, which they hope would improve the situation up to the date, which is the end of this month. Now, obviously, that isn't the case, so I felt that while inevitably an eviction ban would come to an end, uh, that I think to the date... Um, similar or further, perhaps to that suggested in the motion yesterday of uh, uh, of next June, uh, next January rather, um, and that uh, uh, to allow for um, exceptional measures to be put in place for those people who were facing the fact that they'd have to leave their home. Now that wasn't done. We were announcing the end of the cliff edge first, uh, and I felt that uh, an end would need to be much more carefully managed. Uh, that wasn't the case, so I voted against the motion uh, last evening. Uh, as you know, so these motions are hugely frustrating. Um, the Taoiseach himself uh, admitted to the total superficiality, even though his own party was guilty as any of using them over the years. Uh, but it is a way to express the opinion of the House. Now, frustratingly, it will continue in any event. It was narrowly beaten uh, with the help of the regional independent group, that's the Healy Ray, uh, no, it's not the Hilly Rays. It's the uh, Sean Canny uh, and Verona Murphy and uh, and and those uh, people. So uh, that's the position with that. Uh, um, in addition to uh, the issue with uh, supply, uh, I had meetings yesterday in advance of the vote with Minister Darrell O'Brien, specifically uh, with regard to trying to advance the case for the purchase by Sligo County Council. Uh, of the development of 73 new one, two and three bed units for Sligo, which I'm very hopeful will come together. Mm. But overall, what government need to do, and consecutive governments are guilty of this, that since our crash uh, in 2008 and the establishment of Lama, we went about uh, trying to rectify the problem. However, we sat back and didn't adapt as we needed to as that process continued. Uh, and what we've had now, uh, is a market that lacks supply in a very severe way for a number of reasons. Number one, there's no houses being built comparable to the 30,000 private houses that are going to be needed each year and uh, about the same in terms of social housing. We're nowhere near that. Uh, why is that the case? Because in the state context, we have this administrative merry-go-round where if a council seeks to develop units, it'll take in the region of three years uh, from the draftsman's table to a turnkey. Uh, that's just ridiculous. We've also vilified uh, landlords, we've vilified developers, uh, small builders, and we can all know them if people just set their mind to it here in Sligo and Leitrim in the northwest, who are thrown under the bus by 
than the whole NAMA process, and now are not available to build the very fine houses that in many cases they built before. Uh, very finally, uh, the banks, um, for all the glossy adverts on the television and indeed um, attractive sound bites and radio advertising by the banks, are lending exclusively uh, for the development uh, of homeowner development homes in the five major cities or what they describe as non-tertiary areas. It is very, very difficult to secure development finance for the likes of the Northwest and other areas. And there is no finance being made available to developers to develop buy-to-lets. While in parallel, because of a prohibitive regulatory regime and punitive um, application of PRSI payments to rent, 40% of the housing units that were sold over the course of the last year were landlords exiting the market. They have been bought, uh, I suppose quite understandably, by families seeking a home, but that has removed a further um, X amount of thousands in rental stock. So uh, there's a whole series of measures uh, that are going to have to be uh, adopted by government. I do believe, uh, despite my vote yesterday evening, uh, that Darrell O'Brien is uh, making some genuine efforts. And if if they can be fast-tracked and brought to fruition uh, in an efficient way, I think we will begin to see some progress. But that's some time away. If I can very finally address the issue, we're going to have a motion of no confidence in the government. Well, I was, I was just going to come to, to that. So your vote, your, yeah, your vote I, yesterday, is that in any way, can that in any way uh, be a sign of what we are going to vote in that? No, it, no, it cannot, because what I'm interested in, uh, well, first of all, I will speak to the government chief with Hildegard Nocton, uh, probably today, but certainly in the coming days in relation to this matter. Uh, and we'll see if there's leverage in any particular issues that can be a benefit to our area. However, as a basic rule, I support, uh, you know, elections every five years. Now, do we want an election at the moment? Let's ask ourselves that. So here's what an election will mean. Uh, it'll mean uh, a month's campaigning and between six and eight months government formation. So how many evictions are going to take place in that period? You know, so I think that what's important, regardless of who's in government, is that they're held to account pressured uh, with suggestions made on a continual basis to try and find solutions and move things forward. Um, You know, we will always want elections, but I, for one, believe very much in a five-year term. Mm. Otherwise, we'd have elections all of the time. Okay, so you'll support the government next week in that vote. Is that what you're saying? I said I'll speak to them. I said, but as a rule... As a rule, okay, sorry, I would but, but, but when you, five when, years. But you're going to have an election in 18 months. Okay, but when you, when, you say, when, you, when you say you'll speak to them and you're talking about uh, to see if there's any leverage there when you're talking with uh, Hildegard Nocton and you were talking about having a meeting with Housing Minister Dara O'Brien yesterday before last night's motion. Yeah, that is, took place, yeah. But is, is your vote for sale? Is that what you're saying? No. My vote is to be influenced by the electorate and then in my judgment on how best to, to achieve the aims of our area. Uh, and I feel uh, that those aims are never achieved by having an election every 18 months or every two years. The disability that we saw, say, in the 1981-82 period, we had three elections in 18 months. Uh, I think we ought to have five-year terms, but we ought to, within those terms, have meaningful debates and binding uh, outcomes from those debates, unlike yesterday's one, uh, to ensure that governments are held to account. Uh, now, I would express the view that midterm elections are not good, particularly in the housing and health crisis that are facing us at the moment. But that said, 
Uh, I believe there'll be two motions of no confidence over the next six or eight weeks, and I will speak to the government on each of them. But my basic preference is, uh, at this moment in time, no, an election would not serve uh, our constituency, uh, would not serve uh, in the delivery of uh, the very serious difficulties uh, and increasingly difficult issues that we have in terms of accommodation, the housing crisis and our health crisis also. Okay, a, fi- a final question. It, it, it strikes me that there's an irony here. Maybe you don't see the irony that you, you obviously have uh, very strong views on the eviction ban issue and you've thought very, as you've outlined this morning, you've thought very deeply about what way you were going to vote and the reasons why. But a couple of months ago, you wouldn't have had that option. You would have been told what way to vote as a member of the Fianna Fáil party. There's an irony oh, there. The, you know, the, 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 the reality uh, is... Um, uh, and it's it's one of the sad realities of, of, of the Irish political system, and not that I look across the water and would take much example from how uh, the British do their business in the House of Commons. But if you take the whip system that exists, uh, now it's a matter for each party how they apply whips, and the Green Party would have um, kind of applied theirs very loosely up to the punishment that they doled out last night to Nessa Horrigan. But uh, in, in, in a general sense, you vote against your party, and this certainly applies in Fianna Fáil, and so far as I know, in the other parties in the House, Fianna Gael, Social Democrats, Sinn Féin, Labour, and so on, um, that if you vote against them on anything, you're out. In the UK, uh, you need party discipline, of course, and on things like financial legislation, like budgets, the finance bill, uh, and money matters, as they're referred to, you would need discipline, and I think it's reasonable that uh, you know parties might seek to, 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 to have a whip applied in those instances. However, when it's on other matters in the UK, people are free, for example, in the Conservatives and Labour Party to vote as they wish, uh, mm-hmm. you know, without being thrown under the bus politically. Um, and I think that what that would do is it would force ministers and front bench people from the respective parties to go to the parliamentary party meetings, state their preferred course of action, and in effect have to sell it democratically to their own backbenchers. Uh, and it would give backbenchers more of a democratic impact. But, you know, as I've said many times before, um, I can only speak from my own experience in one party where your uh, uh, sole responsibility, certainly under current leadership, uh, is, is, is that of voting the whip without input and selling tickets for the annual draw. These are the facts.